President Moon Jae-in has spent the weekend in various conversations with uh, Donald Trump of the US. Um, also, his members of government have been talking to their counterparts in Washington. And so very much close cooperation and coordination uh, as we build up to a possible summit, a very much expected summit, actually, it must be said, between Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump. But Japan is also in this equation. And President Moon had a phone conversation with Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, uh, apparently working on uh, areas of cooperation such as Japan's own unilateral issues with North Korea, uh, but also setting up possibly a further meeting involving Shinzo Abe and Kim Jong-un, which would be quite amazing in itself. Professor Kazuto Suzuki from the Graduate School of Law at Hokkaido University can now offer us some of the reaction on the ground over in Japan. And good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. So the the mainstream media in, in your country, like many other outlets throughout the world, were very much glued to this summit. Can you give us a sense of the response, though? Well, the mainstream media is largely welcoming the uh, current movement, but I think there is a, a very strong skepticism that whether this is the genuine movement of Kim Jong-un and is he really committed to the denuclearization and also committed to more peaceful relationship with uh, his neighbor, neighboring countries. Prime Minister Abe says this was a forward-looking move. He seemed to have been very cautious beforehand, emphasizing, at least through his government, uh, the, the need for South Korea to be firm w- with the North. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, he, he said there needs to be concrete action in the wake of this summit. So is, is he still holding on to a fair dose of caution? Yes, indeed. I, I think... It is still a worst, worst for worse, and it's not exactly, um, we, we haven't seen anything yet. Yes, he committed to, uh, you know, close the nuclear testing sites and uh, inviting the, the foreign media for, that, uh, for verifying it. But still, um, there, there is a large skepticism about his commitment. You know, stopping a test is not the denuclearization. I think he's... Uh, he needs to show more uh, more uh, actions to to make sure that you know what his words is truthful. This has been such a fast turnaround on so many different fronts that it. It's difficult to know where to put your feet. Uh, We've had Seoul and Tokyo have bilateral disputes. Both seem to have had North Korea in common uh, as a problem. But when when you see South Korea and North Korea getting close together, you get the feeling it makes everybody a bit twitchy, from the US to Japan to China. What would you personally interpret from North Korea's apparent change in attitude? Can it be taken seriously? Uh, I think uh, to some to some extent, yes. I think uh, uh, he has been. Uh, I, I think his strategy has already been put in place. Um, he has been thinking about uh, putting the pressure. Uh, I mean, the threat at the highest level by successful uh, nuclear and a missile tests, and then he turns around. To make sure that the um, uh, that his economic uh, economic growth policy will be pursued, um, I think this is something like a, you know your mafia is doing uh, some social volunteer. 
um, you know, when you when a bad guy do something good, then you know, the, even it it is something uh, smaller scale uh, makes you uh, think that you know his mind has changed. And I think this is in his picture that the Kim Jong Un is trying to 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 make this turnaround uh, um, a serious one. I think his um, final. Uh, final go- strategic goal is to prevent the um, foreign invasion, so that he keeps the nuclear weapons, and to pursue the economic growth. So he wants to lift the sanctions, and he wants to invite the foreign uh, foreign investment. And I think this is um, this is well within his. Um, his realm of uh, of, of uh, strategic uh, planning. Presumably, then, if that's um, a, a view that others in Japan hold as well, and I think it's a very understandable view to have from the outside, uh, if you're not swept up in the optimism that we're feeling on this peninsula right now, I, I guess Tokyo will have to be looking to President Donald Trump. We've had Trump's security advisor, John Bolton, speaking in the last 24 hours how there's got to be a a Libya-style solution, which would mean entire denuclearization before any benefits come North Korea's way. It it still seems unlikely, though, doesn't it, that scenario? Well, I think it's unlikely, and uh, I I think we need to uh, have some sort of a concession. Uh, Libya-style is... uh, is seems to be um, uh, uh, quite different from the North Korean issue because Libya hasn't had the nuclear weapons in possession, but uh, North Korea does. So uh, I think the situations are completely different, and I think the key issue is whether we allow North Korea to possess, keep possessing the nuclear weapons or not, and this is going to be a, a very difficult negotiations if Donald Trump and uh, John Bolton is trying to pursue North Korea to abandon all his nuclear weapons, which is in possession. Yeah, certainly the Libya example is an unfortunate one to be trumpeting on about at this moment in time. I I use that language because uh, we've got Muammar Gaddafi as as a horrendous precedent to compare with. Uh, Certainly Kim Jong-un will not want to be heading in that direction. Professor Kazuto Suzuki, Graduate School of Law, Hokkaido University, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me.